Sky Genie Entertainment presents the following. The Sky Genie Show is rated SG. It's kind of like PG, but we say whatever the fuck we want. If you don't want your kid listening to this, then I suggest you turn this off now. Listening to the Sky Genie Show. Alright, hello and welcome to the Sky Genie Show. This is the worst show ever. We're on episode 102 of the Sky Genie Show. Um, we enjoy sniffing our assholes, and the one that enjoys it the most, Klondike. Yeah, that's me. I do enjoy it thoroughly. And wondering why we're talking about sniffing assholes, because he probably didn't listen to the show uh, last week, unless he listened to it on the download. Uh, Mike? I missed out on all of the uh, asshole sniffing fun, unfortunately, but, uh, you know, I've got some Vicks Vapor Rub on my nose, so <laughs> I am I am ready to go. Okay, um, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you the, um, the, the 101, I guess, if that's the thing. Um... Last week, uh, Klondike asked a question, and uh, it just just went kind of silent. And I just think to break the um, break the tension, I just said the first thing that came to mind. I said, uh, "Turn around and sniff our assholes." To which uh, Klondike um, went, "No, I have that in my mind." And Bobby Anthem, uh, when Bobby Anthem promotes, he'll, he'll pick the lines out of the um, <laughs> uh, out of the show, and that's for the um, with iTunes, and that's what he used. It was Klondike's quote. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, uh, sniffing at us. It's going to be etched on my tombstone. <laughs> well, we, when you think about it, like we'll, we'll, we 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 kind of use baby death and uh, ribbing to death, so we kind of need something new. So this is probably good for about a couple weeks. Anyway, um, so how's everybody this week? Uh, my hair has gotten so long, I have to use my wife's hair straightener now. It's leopard print. And I look fabulous. Yeah. You know, you know, you could trim down there, but that's that's. Um... Oh, that that wasn't the hair I was going for. Although that does <laughs> somewhat resemble an old seventies shag rug, right. with a little thimble popping out of it. All right. Uh, so uh, we'll start by going into this uh, whole the the Roman Reigns uh, thing with leukemia. Uh, he came in on Raw and announced that um, that he was battling leukemia for 11 years. Um, it's a, it's interesting too because we uh, before we were he- hearing about um, things about Roman Reigns being um, injured. 
um, on the like uh, over the house show, and then me and Klondike were joke, uh, well, well, kind of serious but joking as well. But uh, I don't think he's um, injured. Um, and I think it's uh, mate, um, I forget what else I said, and uh, well, we'll write about that he wasn't wasn't injured, but um, <laughs> no, nobody saw this coming. It's no, is he soaring in there? What? Sorry, my dog's scratching at the door. I'll fix that. You, you keep talking. <laughs> sounds like he's... <laughs> okay, uh, Claudex was vaping. It sounds like he's got that um, spray can with the cream, like the whipped cream that you put in your... Like, uh, fat people like to put in their mouth and that. And then the dog sounds like he's soaring something. <laughs> anyway, uh, so your thoughts on uh, Roman Reigns? Mike? Well, I mean, uh, you know, I was kind of talking about the other day. I mean, it was... That was really, I did not expect that on Monday Night Raw when he came down, you know. I think naturally a, a lot of our reaction, and now, you know, genuinely I feel bad. And my wife had said the same thing. It's like, you know, we're the type of, oh, Jesus, it's Roman again. Oh, man, Roman's opening the show. Christ, what the hell? You know, uh, that's all we need is more Roman. And then, you know, he came down there and, and gave his big announcement and broke the cave fabe and everything and then it was just kind of like you know dead man like i like i think everyone didn't in the it? crowd was just didn't it? everybody huh? came in, when he came in, he got he kind of got a mixed reaction so some were uh, mostly booth, but i think it was sort of mixed reaction um and um he was talking about uh, so you said um i have leukemia dead silent that whole yeah. crowd, dead silent, stunned. Once he said, like, you know, I'm, I'm out here because my name is Joe and, you know, I've been fighting leukemia for 11 years, or however but, but he was, phrased it. Was, it wasn't so much Joe, it's when he said leukemia. Is it like, I could, I could just, because I, I went to watch it back. It's just, it, remember he said leukemia? The crowd went, just silent. And the last time, the last time I heard a crowd go that silent was when The Undertaker lost to uh, Brock Lesnar. At WrestleMania, that was the last time I heard a crowd like that go stun silent. <laughs> it, it was the it was the eeriness of that. But anyway, continue. yeah, I mean, and it it really was. And then you know, I I watched that and like you know, it just it got tougher when he when he laid down that belt. And he left and went up the ramp, and then you know Rollins was crying, and Dean was trying not to cry, and you know then you could see uh, Corey and Renee and, and Michael Cole were all uh, pretty choked up, especially Corey. Uh, and, and you uh, got to imagine, like, uh, I'm betting those announcers weren't in on it. Like, I, like if you noticed at the start of the show, they're all talking about uh, Saudi Arabia, or not Saudi about Crown Jewel and all that, uh, and everything coming up. But um, the tone of their voice, they had no idea that this was going to break. According to the reports, the only thing that Cole knew was um, that Roman was coming out to relinquish the title, but not, no, not no, why. No, the, rest, the rest of them had no idea. Nobody had no idea of it. I don't think, uh, I don't think if Cole knew about the relationship of it, but I don't think Renee Young or Corey Grace had any idea. That no, they didn't They didn't know about any of it, but um, but Cole, Cole knew that he was relinquishing the title, but not why. And then they were all blindsided, as we all were, by 
by what uh, what the announcement was. And apparently, because I didn't see it, but apparently from what I'm hearing, Nia Jax was also, you can see, was visibly shaken up by it. Um, and who, well, she's she, a she's, she's a relative, so she, yeah, she's family. And I'm wondering if she knew it all, or if she only just uh, found out that point as well. I, from from what everyone's saying, nobody knew. I I'm, I guess Vince had to have. Uh, uh, Known something, and but... I'm wondering how long they would have known known this because this this would have had to be a, a, a week long thing because when you think about it, they turned uh, Braun Strowman last week on Raw. And yeah, but but they, look they this way, if, if he wouldn't have just been, uh, I mean, he wouldn't he wouldn't have just been told, oh, you've you've got the leukemia back. Yeah. He he had to have been suffering the effects of it. You know, leading up to it for weeks, if not if not months, it's it's then, not. If you, if you it's not something that's just boom. You wake up one day. Oh Jesus, I don't feel very good. But it'll also be a thing too. Like if you have if you've had cancer at least once, you're you're going in for checkups. Like maybe um once or twice a year, maybe more. Uh, yeah, every and, six months. My yeah. my um my niece uh six years ago she was diagnosed with two different types of leukemia um, when she was 15 months old. And she only um, sort of got the all clear, I want to say about two years ago now. So she was going through that for the better part of about four years. And even to this day, it's, you know, she's getting checked every, every six months. And even if she gets a cold, she's off to the hospital just to get checked out because it's one of those things where it's it's a lifelong, um, uh, I'm not going to say disability because it's not a disability, it's, a, it's, a, it's an illness that although it's not killing you like it, it was, it's always sort of there lingering in the background where it could come back. So it's, it's not, it's, it's something that he's had, and been sort of working with for 10 or 11 years after the first diagnosis of it, which is a testament in, it, in itself to, to him as much as we, or a, a majority of people, uh, sort of shit on his in-ring in, in work and, and whatnot, which is aside from the, the man. Something to that I'll bring up too. Because uh, there's a lot of fans, fans of it, like, and as soon as they heard this news, used it to, and, and I get it, yes, but there, there are people who like Roman Reigns, fair enough. But then I'd see, see people online going, oh, you see, you're paying out a guy, paying, um, hating on a guy with cancer. I'm like, well, fuck you. Like, how are we supposed to, like, uh, I'm, I doubt very many people knew about the first cancer. And you can't um, blame people for not liking characters just because he just um, happened announced that he had cancer. Like nobody knew. Well, regardless and, of that, I mean, people like Hacksaw Jim Duggan had had cancer, and then he come back and he's wrestling for WCW, and I didn't like him wrestling either. So it's <laughs> it's one of the. I, I don't care if they got cancer, AIDS, syphilis, you know, if they've got three arms and one nut. If I don't like them as a performer, I don't like them as a performer. That's completely separate from how I feel about them as as a person. It's like uh, on, on the other side of the spectrum, you got Hulk Hogan, who I'll always sort of look at as one of the people that sort of built 
wrestling to to what it is, but the man is a piece of shit. So that's that's just the way it is. And, and I see where, like a lot of websites and that out there um, saying that uh, Roman Reigns will uh, he'll only be out for about a year. And I'm thinking, like that that may not be true because um, with cancer that that, that could be a ten year ba- a battle for that. So could, you never could, know. Like, he, he he might never come back. He may, he may never come back. So when you think, and if, if he does happen to come back, well, he's what thirty three now. He's he's thirty four. He's thirty four. So um, yeah. say say it's he's our five years. That that's uh, thirty nine. He'll be past his pro- well, for WWE standards. He'll be past his prime at that point. So really, that's oh it. well, I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't say that. I mean, if you look at half of their their roster now that they're pushing. Uh, but, I mean, Finn Balor, Shinsuke Nakamura, Randy Orton, John Cena, they're all pushing that or at that age. So it's it's not... AJ Styles is like 42 or 43. Yeah, so it's not... Being 39 is not the end of his career. But he's not going to be the top star. Like, like John Cena was the top star for years, and as soon as he hit 40, um, how, how much has he been featured since? I mean, he's had one... Well, but, he's, yeah, but, he's had, but that's, he's had a couple, that's not... That's not from his own... I think if he wasn't off doing the movies and everything else, the way he's trying to forge himself a career after wrestling, I think he'd still sort of be floating around that that top position. I don't think that's the company. They still want him there because of the merch. Um, I think in Cena's case, it's it's because he's off doing other things. But then there was also... uh, uh, Here's another example, Hulk Hogan. As soon as Hulk Hogan got into his 40s, Vince... uh, Pretty much turfed him off in '93, which was a mistake, so because he um, ended up uh, forming, or maybe it wasn't, maybe it's was probably a good thing, uh, forming the NWO and having a whole other career um, after that. Um, but it was like uh, as soon as as soon as Hogan hit 40, as soon as uh, Bret Hart, if you think um, Vince McMahon was worried about losing Bret Hart um, around that screw job and screw job, he wasn't, and it was kind of right there when you think about it because. Um, did WWE really suffer from losing Bret Hart? Not really. No, not really. Um, well, no, and that's a different story, though. That's because Bret Hart was, you know, essentially underperforming as a champion and underwhelming with his merch sales and underwhelming as a draw. And, it's... you know, that's... Even at the peak of his popularity, he was nowhere near some of these other stars. Like, a, if you want to even say, like, Roman Reigns, I think, had just gone and broken the record for, like, merch sales or whatever. And I don't think uh, Brett was anywhere uh, near I, I, I that kind to, of territory. I have to question that a little bit, because um, with, when you look at the... Um, I haven't looked at this one, but you looked at past... Um, uh, at the past earning reports, merchandise has been down for a lot uh, for a lot of the case. So I'm wondering, well, he may be the top selling merch, but it may be now. That doesn't mean he's the top selling, uh, getting in the top selling merch of all time. I still say that would be John Cena. John Cena would be the top because just because he the longevity that he's been on top, I, th- I think Roman Reigns is probably the most earning now, but um, not of all time. Because uh, if but if you look at those um, earnings reports, merchandise has been terrible. So I can't. I can't really. I I, I think the the big the biggest takeaway I, I've got from all this, aside from all the other stuff, is that uh, this should be a a big fucking wake up call to Vince, not to put all your eggs in one basket because they, yes. they've been yes. pushing him to the moon to try and be the face and the guy of the company 
for six years and then this has happened and all of that time and energy spent on trying to get one guy over has basically been thrown out the window when they've had opportunity after opportunity to bring up uh, other people who have been sort of hotter with the crowds and and better in-ring performers overall. I mean, the the Attitude Era, and I, you know, it's it's one that everyone always goes back to. But you had uh, Austin, uh, Rock, uh, also, Triple H, uh, uh, Undertaker, Kane. There was a big list of people that were were up, sort of the top tier. Then even the mid carders were over. And even the, the lower-card people, the job guys were to a degree over as well, whereas all the focus in this generation, and a lot of this stems from they did the same thing with Cena, has been focused on one guy. And now they're in this sort of place where, I mean, Seth Rollins is is pretty over, but I, I don't see him as the guy. So I, I, I see them pushing Braun Strowman as the guy, but I don't see him but as, as I, the guy. Braun's either. not the guy either. No. The, the guy, the, the no. closest thing they've got to someone who could be the guy right now is Drew McIntyre. Uh, if they, you, you, know, wanna, you know, you know, or hold him back. Don't his accent. His but, accent. That, but that, that's that's a stupid reason for holding somebody back. That's, I mean, yeah, that's a stupid reason. But then, if that, if they want to go him. with with look and being able to wrestle. And whatever else, Drew McIntyre, because he was. Well, I don't think it will hold him back though, because there was a point where Vince wanted him as the guy before, and it didn't pan out then because he was too young and too immature and thought too much of himself, and he went away and he got better and older and wiser, and he's come back now. So I don't think that the accent will leave him dead in the water like it would for other people. It's not like people like uh, Shinsuke and Asuka, who's, you know, not just have an accent, but their their English is not great. Drew McIntyre speaks perfect English. It just happens to have an accent behind it. So him formally being Vince's guy before Roman come along and um, now Roman not being there, it leaves the door open for him or anybody to sort of step up and say, I can fill that spot, but it should be a group of people who should be stepping up to fill that spot instead of focusing all of their attention on one guy because, as we've just seen, it can all be fucking taken away in an instant. Uh, I'll I'll bring up this point because I want to get this in before uh, we do anything. um, One thing, uh, because I'll go back to uh, Japan, but all Japan pro wrestling, what they used to do, they had guys like Vassal, they had uh, Kawada, Kenta Kibashi, Jun Akiyama, uh, Stan Hansen, and Grant uh, Barber and all these other people. What they would do, um, you'd, ha- you'd have your main two guys, so it'd be Masao Kawada would be your top two guys. And um, what, what, this is what I think WWE, WWE should do. Uh, they, all Japan adopted about six people. Uh, maybe WWE could do about eight because there's two brands. Um, like the, the top two people are your two stars. And um, the each each part down the line, um, go, like you have your uh, second tier stars, which could be your Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose, um, uh, and your fifth and sixth are two up and comers. So you could have your Drew McIntyre or um, uh, whoever else, whoever else. Uh, and when your top when your top stars either get injured, leave the company, or have forced to retire, you got five and six to move up. Uh, uh, five and six to move up. Uh, 
into that slot a little bit, and if someone falls out of favour, well, you get, they'll drop out, so you push another number six. So you have um, put put your um, time and money into uh, six, into five or six people instead of just one. And they, and uh, to your point, as you said before, they did do that um, a little bit in two thousand because they were forced to. When uh, Steve Austin had his next injury, um, the, uh, the the company you think the company would be um, scrambling, but they did have the Rock. They had Triple H. Uh, uh, Undertaker got injured, but then um, they also had uh, they used the Big Show in that point. Yeah, even though Big Show wasn't really a big um, star, but then uh, and all of a sudden you'd get guys like uh, Kurt Angle come in, guys like Chris Benoit, uh, guys like uh, Chris Jericho. So they they would be your five and five and six, um, four five and six guys while Steve Austin was out. Uh, all these other they were building new stars. So if one of these, so again if if one of these stars happen to get injured, retire, or quit, or whatever, uh, they still have uh, other people in the background. Ring of Honor used to do this all the time. Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor, were notorious for building new stars before somebody goes. Cause they'd know people like Kevin. Um, when uh, people get signed from Ring of Honor to WWE, they would have to build new stars, and they did that constantly. They don't do that um, so much now, but they used to be able to. Whenever somebody gets caught up to WWE, who was Ring of Honor champion. Oh no! What are we gonna do? Oh shit! We got Kevin Steen over here. We got El Generico. We got um, Brian Danielson. They get moved up. Now we got Jay Lethal. Now we got uh, Jay Briscoe. Now we got all these other people. Uh, so if they incorporate something like that, maybe it'd be something uh, a bit more. Maybe it wouldn't be such a scramble because you gotta think. Right now they're very much scrambling to make everything work. Uh, we'll, we'll come into the uh, Saudi Arabia deal after the break, but. Um, uh, with um, this Saudi Arabia, uh, this Crown Jewel show becomes a very much more important show, despite the controversy. Because th- this will set the tone for what's to come forward. And it's technically a, and new, sp- technically a new era. <laughs> and speaking of the scramble, too, I don't know, like, it, it, I'm sure you guys noticed as well, like, they, they kind of almost ham-handedly tried to, like, turn Braun face again. And, uh, you know, it seems like that's where they screwed up with Braun. Braun could be the guy right now if they hadn't screwed that up and tried to make him the antithesis to Roman and make him, you know, not the guy over the last month or whatever. I I, I wouldn't be too surprised if they made Brock Lesnar champion again. They fucking better not. Uh, the, the reason oh, I was no, they but, fucking but, better but, not. Uh, the, uh, it's, uh, I, I don't want to hear it, but the, here's the reason why. Uh, they just turned Braun Strowman twice in the span of two months. Um, and, well, it, it, could, it could very much go to Braun Strowman, but then uh, WWE, when you think WWE mindset, uh, WWE logic, they'll want to build somebody up. And I think Braun Strowman, Strowman needs that chase to kind of get back to where he was, because when you think about when he, it's, when they turned him, he kind of fell off a little bit, uh, quite a bit before that. But when they, when he didn't win the title um, around SummerSlam, that he kind of fell off a little bit. Uh, wondering if they'll need to sort of to rehab him to build him up again. If if they want to alienate their fans even more by putting it on Brock and having him show up <laughs> once every six months, then. Fucking, I don't know what to do with this company because uh, I mean, what what it, what it looks like what it looks like they're trying to do is put it on Braun, so he finally gets that win over Brock because there's no reason to protect Brock anymore. 
and then have McIntyre chase for it I think, from Brock. Because I'm thinking too. Uh, from Braun. I'm thinking too. Bro- I, don't think, I still think Brock's until next year's WrestleMania. So I, I could see uh, Braun and uh, Brock for WrestleMania again. That's not a main event match, though. The, the last, the last, you know, the, these two guys don't work well together, and they don't like each other. I no. from from everything um, I understand, especially the, the last time with the, you know, the stiff knee, and then the the but, punches to the but face. Then, so I'm, I'm, wondering, I'm wondering if they're bringing, if they're gonna uh, pull the stuff to bring out Shawn Michaels for WrestleMania. Because uh, I I think if they pay it with with the Saudi Arabia uh, thing, if Paid right, he will do it. And I, I wouldn't be surprised that they, they try to move he- heaven on earth for everything to get uh, Shawn Michaels to wrestle again. So that will be your main event. Whatever Shawn Michaels, whatever, whatever match Shawn Michaels is in, will be the main. I event. don't want to see Shawn Michaels wrestling again. I don't want to see Triple H. I don't want to see any anyone over the age of forty four wrestling anymore. I'm I'm so done with them dragging in all these fucking old timers when there's a whole roster full of people more sort of needing that spotlight to try and make some money with the people they've got. Otherwise, when those people hit that age, nobody's going to want to see them because nobody will give a shit about them now or then. Or forever. Or, yeah. Or forever. <laughs> All right. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, so we'll be, <laughs> that'll be it for this uh, this part of uh, the show. After the break, we'll be talking about uh, the crown jewel. The Sky Game Show will be back after the break. For more information regarding the Sky Genie Show, go to skygenieshow.com. There you find archives, links to mine and Bobby Blade's social media page, as well as our promote for promote deal and about Sky Genie Entertainment. Go to SkyGenieShow.com today. Check out the Don, Tony, and Kevin Castle show immediately following Raw on Mixler. For in-depth discussion and show updates, go to the show's Facebook at the Sky Genie Show page. Check out Get in the Corner with Yuck Nasty and Dogger Baby, 9 o'clock on Wednesdays. Also check out Bedtimes and Band-Aids, 9 o'clock on Saturday with Yuck Nasty and Wookie, right here on Mixlar. Check out the Sky Genie Show on its various platforms, SoundCloud, Mixcloud, BitChute, Spreaker and Podbean. Check out the Inhuman Experience on SoundCloud. You are listening to the Sky Genie Show. Alright, we're back. Uh, it said we had 25 seconds, but uh, the song kept... <laughs> the song just stopped. But anyway. Uh, so now we'll be talking about uh, Crown Jewel. We were talking about Roman, Roman Reigns before. Uh, so this will be a little bit of the controversial topic here. Um, Crown Jewel uh, was... Really, up to last, uh, I think yesterday, uh, was uh, was in doubt. I think it was in the hands of the U.S. Uh, government of whether this show was going on or not. Uh, Vince McMahon came out on his uh, 
uh, press conference for uh, the Given Days Financial Conference, and that uh, said the show was a go-ahead. Um, so, Klondike, uh, you first. Oh, I made my thoughts on this show pretty fucking crystal clear last week that the the show yeah, yeah, shouldn't... Since, 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 bit more comment and also add the run no well, thing yeah the, uh, it, it shouldn't go ahead it is going to go ahead because money and vince mcmahon um i'm not really sure if it uh, was uh, ever uh, really in the hands of the fucking state department i don't think so i think that was just speculation people saying oh that's the only way it's going to get stopped but i don't think they ever like they, they can't generally interfere in the the practice of a, a business unless they were going to put a travel ban on the on Saudi Arabia which which they're not going to do because they have that huge weapons fucking contract with them and and rely on them for wars in Yemen and and everything else that's going on so um that with that they're Obviously, their their card has been fucked up a little because Roman's gone. Um, so that has given us the singles match for the title. Cena is still reportedly not attending, even though still advertised. And apparently, um, um, Daniel Bryan was meant to be the other one, but I'm not sure about him either. Yeah, they're sort of back. They're backed away from talking about him, but uh, they're still very heavy on the the Cena's not going, which. Seeing as, like we I talked about before, with him having the, the Hollywood career and everything else... Um, that, that would be why he wouldn't be going, too. Because that's, why, why that would, would be want, why. Why would he want a black mark? And uh, apparently the stock market took a hit. Um, uh, yesterday, I think it was. Uh, took, oh, took, but, a, took a hit that were for this uh, Saudi Arabia, so... Um, yeah, but their their stocks have been dropping for the last couple of weeks, as is uh, the whole market. So I wouldn't put any... Um, any stock, pun intended, in in the fact that their their stocks have dropped uh, around the same what time what as this. Hearing, what I've been hearing, there's been a lot of investors pulling out of it too. So there's a um, bit more of this than that. So I'm wondering if the next few days, uh, if more people are going to pull out with their investments. It's it's not good for their public image, um, but in terms of money it's it's not a deal that they can just walk away from without causing damage um financially to the company so i mean they're caught between a rock and a hard place really the 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 decision it's easy for us to say oh yeah pull out pull out uh you know because saudi's this and that and the other but that's a lot of money on the line yeah. And and a co- and a contract. If they, if they break a contract with one person, that, that makes them not look good in the eyes of anyone else they have deals with, regardless uh, of the circumstances. I don't know about this one though, because this one's a bit a bit extreme. Where we, I mean, you, you're talking about um, de- making deals with people that are essentially murderers here. So I could see every reason why they would uh, pull out, but just for, just for this one and backing out of th- this contract. Uh, I could see why they could do it. I don't think they'll look bad. Yeah, but in, in, in saying that, they do shows in South Africa that have a dodgy regime. They do shows in a whole bunch of places that have, you know, dodgy regimes. China is another example. That's a market they want to push into that's also got a dodgy regime. I mean, half of the world has a bunch of fucked up leaders in charge of it, and WWE 
and other people do shows there. It's the only difference between those and Saudi Arabia. Um, they they're not highly publicised like like this one because of who it was that happened to have, have been murdered. So, you know, what what can they do? I, do? I don't think they should go personally, but what the fuck can they actually do about it? There's there's not much. They and this whole way going to change Saudi Arabia is bullshit. That's that's not a factor in any of it. That's just a, uh, a a public stance for their own self-promotional bullshit. We know they're going there to basically be a $50 million propaganda ad for the Saudi government, which is what they were last time when John Cena and all of them were, were praising the country until they got back when people like Corey Graves were slinging shit at them after they left. So who knows? I don't know. Uh, and I'll give a reminder in that uh, next week uh, the Sky Gene show will not be on unless get, uh, Vince gets uh, shot and killed by the Saudi government uh, we won't be covering uh, and, uh, and also on top of bad decisions they're all, uh, there's this all this talk about Hulk Hogan's going to fucking appear there so let, uh, let's alienate a few more fucking uh, a few more fans well, let's, well, let's, let's well, get the whole you know, black delegation of WWE what's fans a, really pissed off. What's a place that won't uh, boo Hulk Hogan? That's about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you think about it, he's probably the one one of the people that they want. So they got the uh, part. Also, add on Ultimate Warrior, Randy Savage, and all these other people that they would want. Um, so. <sighs> So what, what, it's one place where Hulk Hogan won't get booed out of the building. And, and I've seen the um, Hall of Fame uh, about the NWO going into the Hall of Fame here in that rumour. Um, I think it, I can see this now. Uh, Kevin Nash getting uh, people uh, chanting, don't tear your quad. Hulk Hogan getting booed out of the building for being racist. Scott Hall not even going to get a word in. And uh, Buff Bagwell, Scott Steiner and the rest of the NWO will get shut out. Yeah, I, I don't uh, I don't ever envision uh, Buff Bagwell, especially uh, being in the WWE Hall of Fame. I but think if they were ever going to put maybe, the NWO in, maybe Scott Norton might get in. Hopefully, Vincent. But you know, I, I, I don't even think Scott Norton would. I think I think the only reason they'd ever induct the NWO as a faction um, into the Hall of Fame because otherwise, you're just putting a second ring on on three guys that already have one. The only other reason they would is to get Sean Waltman in there without just having to induct him on his own merits. Because uh, um, then, <laughs> then he'll get in with DX as well, so he'll be a two-timer as well. Yeah, that oh, sounds no. rather complicated uh, once uh, you start and, and also, inducting whole groups this, in. This, also, this is why also, they should, this is why wonder, they should never I've got to have... wonder this one. Is this how uh, Big Show gets into the Hall of Fame? Oh, no, Big Show will get in on his own merits. He's he has been wrestling since 1994. Jeez, um, yeah. He's he, you know, his first match, his first win was winning the WCW Heavyweight Title off of Hulk Hogan. Big Show, despite the thousand face heel turns and uh, being fairly boring, especially these days. Uh, deserves a spot in the Hall of Fame when he eventually pulls the pin and retires. He, do, he doesn't need an NWO affiliation to get in. Uh, 
Alright, so uh, we may move on to a little bit of something else, uh, because we're done with the ground duel, I think. Uh, I'll, I'll bring up uh, the investment, uh, the financial core, as I said before. Uh, I haven't read the full thing, so I can't break it down, but from the reports I've been hearing, uh, live attendance uh, for house shows. I don't know if this is for um, TV shows, but I, I'm guessing they'll be down as well. But uh, apparently uh, house shows are not even breaking even and are currently running on a loss. And there's apparently talk if this is um, this is to continue uh, and the way they're going, that house shows could be um, just just be written off as losses in the future. So a house, a, a house show is going to become a thing of the past. I say no, well, they, but... They were, they were for WCW. They, they cut them to, to save costs, so it's not, it's not unheard of. And, and that's the thing. And one of the things Vince McMahon was saying, uh, he, he tried to babyface but one of the things he said, was that uh, if uh, house shows are bad, that his motto is the house shows are bad, the business is bad. He, he tried to babyface this during the um, conference call. I forget what he said uh, specifically, but it was something along the lines that uh, the business is shit. Um, when it's it's interesting, he's saying um, how uh, wrestling is down, yet um, how, not so much ring of honor, but uh, New Japan and all these other places are selling out. So. Uh, unless he kept the last New Japan show, but that's because it wasn't really promoted that well. So, like, uh, like um, I think TNA did a pretty decent number, didn't they? For Bound for Glory. I don't know. I don't follow that shitty promotion. <laughs> you know what? Uh, Bound for Glory, I'd recommend it. If uh, for nothing else, uh, it was actually a pretty decent show. The only, the only issue with it, that it doesn't really have the star power. But uh, I thought um, Austin Aries and um, Johnny, uh, Johnny Morrison, uh, John Morrison were actually pretty good until the end where, um, where uh, Austin Aries is up and walked out of the, um, out of the arena because that was his, apparently it's being fired, or he was leaving the company. Um, but yeah, besides that, I think the show was actually pretty good. Uh, yeah, I've heard a lot of good things from, you know, people who watch a lot of promotions have, have really praised um, Impact's pay-per-views. Uh, I just can't stand Josh Matthews. That's, it. That's the only little thing I can't. Uh, otherwise, I'd, I would probably actually watch that show if it wasn't for Josh Matthews. <laughs> As I said, replace, yeah. it with, replace it with the great Carly. <laughs> I just haven't watched it as much as I'd like to. I kind of pretend that I do. Thankfully, none of my famous <laughs> friends are listening to this to hear me telling people that I, I pretend to watch Impact Wrestling. But <laughs> well, what do you, you think know, about how, uh, many, how many people probably say that to be nice to them? <laughs> well, yeah, you know, but I, I'll share their clips, man. I'll share their promotional stuff, and you know, I'll pass that stuff along to try to. You know, push them out there and, and help out and stuff like that. But, you know, honestly, like, you know, there's only so many hours in a week that I can dedicate to watching wrestling. And, uh, you know, WWE programming keeps expanding. They just added NXT UK, which is actually a banger because there's some really good matches on there. Yeah, from, so, from, what, from what they were uh, a, couple, like a couple of years ago, 
And I still call TNA, even though apparently it's a dirty word, like, but I still call it TNA. But remember they were a couple of years ago with Dixie Carter to now? Like, it's like it's very much improved as a, as a, as a show. Um, it's, it's on a small scale, but it, I think it's better that way, it's on a small scale, because why, why book, um, like, big giant arenas when you're only going to fill, um, probably, like, the bottom half of the, of the arena, and some of it, when they were doing house shows, uh, I think there's what, I think there's one house show that they, um, TNA was doing, I think six people showed up, six people, and it was a big, <laughs> it was a big arena too. If it was Corpus, if it was Corpus Christi, but then that place never really draws, except except from um when it was in the, the world class days, like pretty much after that that place never drew. I think Dave could probably second that one, but Dave's in the chat. If not, anyway, you, you go, Mike. Hello, Mike. Are you still there? You just killed him. I know. I know. We killed Mike. You bastards. Maybe his uh, battery run out. Or his uh, mic's gone. But anyway, um, what's your... Uh, I guess you didn't watch the don't, don't even <laughs> ask me. <laughs> I don't know. Well, what do you watch outside WWE? I don't watch anything now. I've, I've given up on a lot of it, which is, which is great <laughs> since we do an hour talking about professional wrestling i mean but outside of raw and smackdown now i'm not watching anything my i cancelled my network subscription um and i don't have enough time to what like mike sort of said there's so much fucking programming out there for wrestling you just it's too much you can't you can't keep up with it all uh, so i haven't i don't think i've watched any this week uh or did i I may, I may watch for something Monday, but I forget if I did or not. Well, it's, it's hard enough now to keep my attention span for three hours of Raw and two hours of SmackDown. Yes, I did. I watched the Nitro from um, yeah, sometime in 1999. Sometime. I forget what it was. Um, it, it may have been the first uh, show Russo booked. Uh, uh, and um, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall came out and um, uh, spanked some hookers. Oh, is that is that when they had the 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 Asian bird with like the beach ball tits? Uh, I think so. <laughs> it was one of those one of the that was one of their spring spring you, break you, fucking episodes you know what, or something. You, you know what? I have to say this: the first episode of uh, Russo, I don't like Vince Russo, but the first uh, Nitro episode with Vince Russo. Was actually a pretty, pretty good show. <laughs> well, that's probably because there was leftover leftover stuff from whoever yeah. was writing it the week uh, whole, before. Uh, like uh, Kevin Nash was coming off a retirement storyline, so I think that was that's what made it a little bit of fun. Uh, was a bit a bit of Kevin Nash. They had a bit of Ric Flair, uh, feeding with Roddy Piper and a few other things. So. Uh, that was probably about it. I'm but... trying to look up. I'm trying to look up this goddamn porn star now. Uh, <laughs> keep talking. I'll find it. Uh, okay. Um, Are you talking uh, about Tia Tanaka? Was that her name? Oh, I don't know. I'm just thinking of Asian porn stars with big tits. Oh, I'll tell you, she could she could Tanaka someone out with them fucking jugs. 
Uh, anyway, um, we go, we'll, we'll let Klondike uh, find that up. Uh, we'll thank uh, Mike for coming on. We'll call Bobby in uh, after the break. No, we'll Bobby's have... Bobby's out. Bobby's, Bobby's out. out. Yeah, Blades put something in the chat. Okay. So if Anthem's out, uh, we'll be back after the break. The Sky Game Show will be back after the break. If you have a question for the Sky Jenny Show, send it to bledge underscore 1988 at hotmail.com. That's B-L-E-D-G-E underscore 1988 at hotmail.com. In the subject line, please put Jenny Q&A. Check out Catpool, Thursdays Before Wrestling Soup on YouTube. If you want to follow us on Twitter, Follow us at The Sky Jenny Show. There we'll have announcement, teasers, and so much more regarding The Sky Jenny Show. If you want our personal Twitter pages, it's Renegade Swords for Bobby Blades and at SDD916 for The Sky Jenny. Check it out. Check out Wrestling Soup, 9.30 Thursday on Mixler. Are you a person looking to get into media for work experience? Then sign up to Sky Genie Entertainment. Sky Genie Entertainment is everything the Sky Genie Show. From the channels to the social media page, marketing and advertising. This is strictly for volunteering. But if you're interested, go to skygenieshow.weebly.com, follow the link to the Sky Genie Entertainment page and click the link to the inbox where I will deal with you personally. On that page is a list of positions I am looking for. Check it out today. Check out Wrestling's National Committee. Monday on Fight TV for Wrestling News. Wednesdays on Mixlife for Independent Throwbacks. And Thursday after Wrestling Soup for the Super Party. Over on Mixlife. Check it out. You are listening to the Sky Jenny Show. Well, that was great, but anyway, we're live. Uh, we're now in hour two of the Sky Genie show. Uh, sadly, uh, Blades and Bobby Anthem aren't here. And as last minute, I kind of found out with Bobby Anthem, so... Yay. <laughs> uh, I really have no plan for hour two, because uh, usually what we're trying to do is try to see if uh, give something with Bobby and uh, with Blades and Anthem, Bobby Anthem something to do, but with neither of them on, uh, I can't really make plans, so... Yeah, so I don't know what... With this part of the show, I think we'll probably do a little bit of Final Wish After Party. So what I'll do is I'll open up Skype, uh, obviously, and people can call in. And if people want to call in, we'll do that for about an hour. So then I'm good with that. I'm fine with yeah. it, but no so bobbies make Klondike's PP sad. <laughs> oh. Oh, well. I, I, I guess we can't think of any... Um, we just can't do things like think of other um, weird sayings like sniffing our assholes without Bobby Anthem here. Because he'll make it the synopsis. <laughs> That's true. Uh, and I, probably, I probably won't end up ed- editing the show until uh, tomorrow anyway, so eh, all good. So if anybody wants to um, call in, uh, just leave a message in the chat and... Uh, or message me in the chat and I will add you to the call. We're specifically looking at you, throat hole. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, I know you want in. Cause, but the thing is, though, don't call me first. Because, um, yeah, otherwise I will... Because that, that suspends everybody. Alright. Well, this is working well. Yeah, well, um, will somebody talk, say something? I don't know. Uh, so, what did, uh, Mike, what did you watch this week on TV? Okay. Um, did everything just go dead for everybody? Uh, Klondike is still on. Hello? Uh, oh, fuck. My Skype dropped out. I'm wondering if I got low internet. Am I sounding like I'm Skynet? Hello? Uh, this, this is turning out riveting. Hour two. Right in the ass. One of those new Skype updates apparently logs out after a while. It seriously, I don't think it can recover from the lulls. And I don't mean like the trolling lulls, but like the, uh, I don't think it can recover from those, those big lulls that it used to have anymore. Um, I think one more good lull where it's just boring as shit. And, uh, you know, cause I was kind of excited with the saviors and the, the war and all of that crap going on. It was kind of exciting, but you know, if they're going to go into like a big fucking lull, cause I can't even remember what happened in the seasons before that. Everyone was split up, and you couldn't really get invested in anyone because they kept introducing, like, new characters before you could even figure out, like, what the hell the deal was with the characters that they already had. Yeah. You know, so they keep... Yeah, so, um, uh, you, uh, it dropped out for a second. I don't know what happened. Um, like, I didn't hang up with nothing, just, uh, everything just dropped out, so, I didn't lose the internet either, it was just, <laughs> I, I think the new, with the new Skype updates, it, it gives you so many, so much time before you drop out, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, everything just dropped out and shut down on me, I'm like, what the fuck? Fucking Skype. Well, we kept going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're doing the show and not realising... <laughs> that, that would have been something. No, well, what was I going to say in response to fucking? My, yeah, no. The, I think the biggest mistake that fucking show made was the fact that, like, the first season was six episodes, and I, I think they should have stuck that formula where it was sort of a minimal amount. What show was? Because the Walking Dead. Oh. oh. Because they they spend fucking, you know, they do eight episodes and then a break and then another eight or whatever their format is now, but it's, it's so dragged out and just nothing happening and the same format every fucking year. It's just, it's boring and I'm only suffering through it because I have to kind of like wrestling. 
We're, we're gluttons for punishment, aren't we? <clears throat> we are. Yes. Gluttons for punishment. But then, I'm not watching Saudi Arabia's show to save my life. Anyway. I, I don't think I've ever watched The Walking Dead. Well, at this stage, you're probably doing yourself a favour by not. Like, like um, I, I just, like, I, I've, in the last uh, probably ten years, I've never really sat down to watch TV. Like, I just don't, um, like, a lot of shit that's on nowadays, it's, um, like, very few far between that you find anything good on free-for-air TV. That, anyway, everything nowadays is either reality shows or, um, sh- uh, just sh- shit. I think it's just mostly well, reality shows or, it's or, or not, competition it's... shows like, um, uh, The Voice or Australian Idol or, well, we don't have Australian Idol, but, like, American Idol and all that shit. Um, it's it's not just that I I find like because I used to watch a lot of shows and and TV stuff too, but I, I find I can't stomach it now because it's all overrun with uh, uh, s. And I've I've talked to Blades about this fucking a million times. It's so jam packed full of SJW virtue signalling that I can't fucking stomach it anymore. Oh, but if you watch, if you watch shows on the ABC still here, like you like uh, ABC is probably the best thing. There was a point in time, you know, I think it was more so the nineties, where a lot of comedy shows were shit. Um, in in the nineties on ABC, but you go nowadays watch a lot of ABC shows, uh, of a nighttime with the comedy um variety. Um, oh, none of them are politically correct at all. Let's <laughs> see, in the US, it is done to death. They literally, you know, like like Bill was saying, he's not exaggerating about the amount of virtue signaling on all forms of television, whether it's late night talk shows or it's sitcoms or anything. It's just an incredible amount of, of, of insane just virtue signaling that gets to be just absolutely ridiculous. Um, and it's not that, you know, yeah, sure, a lot of that shit's important, but at the same time, you know, nothing pisses me off more than, for instance, video game goddamn critics who decide to, you know, throw in, like, sociopolitical perspectives in their fucking game reviews (laughs) you know like someone i was just making an example of someone today who had decided to like throw in about like you know oh i'm playing red dead redemption 2 and i'm like you know and it's uh you know i think we need to sit down and talk about like toxic masculinity and westerns and you know all of this shit and i'm just like this there's there's not enough fucking lgbtq representation in red dead redemption (laughs) Fucking yeah! Back in the because back in the eighteen hundreds, it was rife yeah. homosexuality everywhere. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm loving Red Dead Redemption, by the way. Uh, I I've, I haven't had um, much time to play it, but I've been loving it. That's that's a funny thing. Like I I love Grand Theft Auto, and I I downloaded Red Dead Redemption One eventually. I just couldn't get into it, so I haven't even bothered getting number two. I just uh, it's just I don't know why. There's just <laughs> Red Dead's not for me. Grand Theft Auto, I love. Even uh, when Rockstar did Bully, I love that too. But I just uh, can't that, get into Red Dead. Uh, Bully, Bully's fun. Um, like 
not probably not so much nowadays. It's probably a bit. Um, well, if if you play it nowadays, it's probably a bit um, a bit dated, but um, still still a fun game. But yeah, I would. Oh God, boy. There is nothing more that I want to do right now than play fucking Red Dead Redemption 2 because, you know, I look through and I follow all of these wrestlers on Twitter and all they're talking about is fucking Red Dead Redemption. But uh, uh, in the I was, meantime... I was so tempted this week because I was I'm still, I was still tossing around the idea whether I should do the show this week or not just because, like, um, it's just because I haven't really had a lot of time to do things. I, I just want to sit, sit down and do not Like, have time to sit down and do nothing. And, right. Um, and I'll I'll do this, and I'll probably um as soon as I finish this show, because I'll probably, I'll probably only go till uh I'll probably won't even go the full hour uh, for this one, just because I want to sit down and do nothing because I've haven't had the chance to. <laughs> no, I appreciate that, man. And uh, you know, I'm just I'm waiting on this uh, lucha libre outfit to. Uh, cut me my money for the promotional stuff that I've been designing for them so I can pick up my own copy of Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> uh, I, I think I'm done with going to the store. Too. Like, uh, Red Dead Redemption, I got online. Um, but I, I'm done going to the stores and that all the time because, like, um, like I, I like the owner, owner there, but, like, there's a lot of bullshit and red tape you got to go through when you buy this stuff. And they kind of... Um, like I don't see the need to buy like all the collectible shit. Like when you buy um, when you buy like your WWE games, you get all you get your collection pack. You get your um, so you get like all your Ric Flair and figurines. I think that's cool. But then there's a lot of shit I end up um, giving away anyway. So why not just? Uh, that that that's that's just their way of milking you for for more money for some yeah. cheap plastic crap. So, I, n- I never get into those fucking collector's <laughs> editions. I, I just fucking yeah, never I, I ever. Just, as far as the fact I've got no room for any of it. I, I just bought a deluxe edition just so I could uh, just uh, buy the DLC now so I don't have to pay it later. So, yeah. So that, that's, yeah. The, that's the only reason why I'll, why I'll get the deluxe thing. Uh, that's an idea, just to get that. Uh, that's a good value. Except for in Australia, it's like 129 bucks. Jeez. 130 Jesus. bucks. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and if it's um, on, standalone on its own, it's $100 bucks for a game. Like new games here, so <laughs> yeah. See, that's why it was always I when I was living back there in Australia. It was always, especially when the dollars were fairly close to like being parity, because I have uh, an Australian console and an American console. So back then, I could just order the the American version of the game and get it for a buck ton cheaper because of the dollar being on par now it doesn't work out so well but i think the collector's pack um for the rick flair one was 150 um so <laughs> and i'm so um yes and i think one year it was um i forget what year it was it may have been the um maybe 2015 where I I think I added up it was 2015 or 2014 where I added with the DLC uh, plus the collectibles it might have been 2015 it all added up to 200 bucks. Fuck. And I'm just like wow we're really paying all that for um for that I'm like fuck that. Uh, I think I I think that that was the one year I just waited for all the DLC to come out to see I was just I, like I'll 
I'll wait one week and I'll buy the um, buy the season pack separate. That's a fucking insane amount of money just for a video game. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Australia too, I, I wish we I w- wish we got um, like a Lauren that you can't go over a um, hundred bucks even with collectibles. That then because um, it's uh, the government making money and because it's uh, to do with the ex- with the exchange rate. If um, yeah, yeah, but if the exchange if you if we suddenly become like parity if australia and america suddenly had equal dollar values your game price wouldn't change no no it'd wouldn't. be exactly the same as it is now so it's 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 just pure fucking greed but then but then i'd buy it on um online and have it sent because now it's a different because um when I'm getting it um, from the US, uh, direct from the US, I get it cheaper. Then I just buy an yeah. American console for. Well, except except for the fact that the fucking the shipping price, and I can tell you this yeah. from experience, having all my family back there, the shipping price between fucking the US and Australia is fucking ridiculous, astronomically ridiculous. Uh, you, you can and, see and my fucking wife works at the post office, so I know. <laughs> uh, you, you can see it when I um when I buy shirt, when I buy the um Sky Genie Show shirts. Like I think I've, I think I've only bought a couple of them, uh, of the out of all the designs because like um it's uh thirty five bucks or like even though it's fifteen bucks for the um uh for American. Well, I I have to pay like twenty uh twenty something um bucks. For the shirts, and plus on that gets about thirty-five bucks. Yeah, fuck that. So I'm not, so I'm not buying shirts every week. <laughs> That's why Mike's not selling enough shirts. <laughs> right, I could really use to sell some more shirts so I could get my copy of Red Dead Redemption. Man, that would help too. <laughs> Go to Neon Coliseum, Teespring. Oh, right. Oh my God. Hello, I, Hello, Hello, Hunter. I even designed some, uh, you know, T-shirts for this uh, this Lucha Libre promotion, man. And and uh, you know these these guys need to get me paid quick. Yeah, well, as long as you're not doing what some of these other fucking scumbags are doing, all these Roman Reigns fuck cancer shirts, everyone trying to cash in on a man's fucking illness. I said that I shouldn't laugh, but damn. I was absolutely going to do that, but, you know, uh, I'm evil, so it's not a big deal to me. I, if somebody's not making that money, you know, if, I, if, if I'm not out there making that money, somebody else is out there taking that money, you know? Every time I don't commit an evil deed for the sake of making some money, I'm leaving money on the table, and I didn't make a Roman Reigns cancel, well, about, cancer about, shirt. But what about one of the things? Um, someone should rename. Um, give uh, Roman Reigns a new um, nickname when he comes back. Leukemia. I'm like, dude. <laughs> Ouch. That's wow. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> that sounds like some kind of terrible Australian joke there. It, well, it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't for me either. I, I'm just reiterating. Oh, never uh, got that. Right. Color be shocked. I, I I thought that would have been you. No, no, I'm not that, I'm not that heartless. <laughs> a little bit, but not. <laughs> See, I'd make the I'll probably make the jokes, but I like I'd know when to 
scale it back. Use the promo code cancer. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the promo ca- code. Does he have AIDS too? No. Oh, my lord. <laughs> Well, that's like, you know, why I was mentioning to you in the chat earlier, uh, you know, uh, or last night, like, you know, at first I had heard those, like, you know, rumors and everything about, oh, this is a work, this is a work, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, people, you know, how could you possibly think this is a work? And then, you know, I was sitting there, uh, you know, ripping the bong with my wife the other night, (laughs) and uh, (laughs) we were like, you know... Fucking McMahon, dude. This is, we're talking about a guy who wanted to sell, like, all these incest angles with his family. And, like, he was sitting there thinking he he would be above making a cancer freaking, you know, work. (laughs) Well, um, Bray Wyatt kind of needs to be repackaged, so that's the perfect uh, person to be be known as Leukemia. Ah, um, the cancer. Of, well, well, his career's kind of been um, can- like a cancer because it's kind of um, going bad. But um, anyway, follow the chemo. <laughs> <laughs> but the more we thought about this, it was just kind of like you know we had all those cancer kids on last last month and. Nobody booed them, even though they were taking time <laughs> on the show. So we got to take this and run with it. Uh, Roman uh, has leukemia. Uh, I thought of one. They could repackage um, Bobby, either Bobby Roode or Bobby Lashley and call him Bobby the Brain Tumor. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I heard a rumor Lashley's working injured. Yeah, I heard that too. Probably his headband's on too tight or he's having a fucking mental breakdown having to listen to Leo Rush fucking chant during his match. My lord. Oh, that that's hard. Hard. Kind of an awkward segue, call him uh, Bobby the Brain Timmer. Hey, let's talk about Bobby Lashley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a new <laughs> angle for you, Bobby. You're going to be Bobby the Brain Tumor. Tumor. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta be walking around hallucinating and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Leo Rush is just a figment of your imagination. He's not actually a real guy. You should fucking write for the show. That's brilliant. <laughs> uh, I think they got enough people there for that. <laughs> Oh, man, now I have to do a fucking Bobby the Brain Tumor Photoshop. I wonder how many fucking followers I'm going to lose. I like being on this show because nobody listens to this show, so I can be as controversial as I like, and it won't affect my sales. Oh, Bobby the Brain Tumor. Tommy Bow Cancer? No. Thank you. Thank God, fucking Anthem left the chat. Otherwise, you, that's fucking. If that's, that's gonna be the fucking. Oh, uh, he, he will. He will hear this. He listens to this back. You know. Bobby, don't do it. Please don't do it. I'm begging you for, for the love of God. Please don't do it. <laughs> Somebody will tell him. Bobby's brain tumor. <laughs> 
Book it, uh, damn there, it. there you go. We had sniffing our assholes, and now we have uh, Bobby the Brand <laughs> Just when I think this fucking show can't sink to a new fucking level of <laughs> Someone comes along and fucking surprises me. Sky, it, it, it's all from Sky Genie. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Well, we got to kill time, man. You know, we got all this time to fill, so. <laughs> this is what happens when uh, two hosts don't learn, don't, uh, didn't learn, like, what? Don't come on and we got um, to make up for lost time. <laughs> sniffing who's right. ass, Who's sniffing whose asshole? Um, well, I guess it... Is it um? Would it be bad if um, if t- if Tommy Bow can't see if you're sniffing his asshole? Would that be bad? What? What? <laughs> well, well, I kind of I kind of thought of another called Tommy um, Bow Cancer. It could be like Tommy Dreamer's new gimmick, but um. Why don't we just Why don't we just give every fucking wrestler a cancer gimmick <laughs> or some some disease? Just everyone. Well, we got we got one who's a walking cancer gimmick, but uh, we won't say too much about Stephanie McMahon. Oh God! Yeah, I mean, why not? <laughs> Lung cancer. <laughs> I mean, I could just see it. I, I, I just, I just. You know, like, you know, I, I never wanted this to be, you know, I never thought in my mind that, oh, there's a possibility that this is a work. But, like, the more I made jokes about it, <laughs> the more it just became to the point, like, ah, oh, they successfully pulled off this Who Done It with Aleister Black on NXT. I'll show them. <laughs> Watch this. <laughs> Leukemia. Leukemia. Well, uh, we're going to change the red strap to a white strap to represent the changing in these blood cells. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If you are, I I am the reason why your therapist will need to see a therapist. Oh, what the hell has happened to you? Yeah, that's right, Luke. You're fucking right. I see you there in the chat. It's it's devolved into some kind of sickness in here. <laughs> well, well, if it wasn't us who kind of went into that, it was other people making shirts about cancer. We just kind of added to it. The thoughts and opinions yeah, on this guy it's their show fault. Do, not represent, do not represent the thoughts of Klondike Bill or the Balls Deep organization. Mm. <laughs> the, the thoughts and jokes don't represent the Sky Genie. He just says them because he's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not here. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, again, one of them could be uh, Bobby the Brain too, but the other one could be Bobby AIDS. But... <laughs> no, not Blades. Just because it rhymes. Uh, how you going, Blades, if you're in the chat? We weren't talking about you. Uh, no, maybe, maybe, maybe Bobby Roode. You, you turned him off with your talk about fucking Bobby the Brain Tumor. That's just <laughs> him and Leo Bobby. Thrush and... <laughs> Bobby the Brain Tumor. Hey, you! <laughs> Tommy Low T-cell count. <laughs> Uh, uh, well, I think we've. Uh, I don't think we can hit any lower than this, so I think we'll end it here. Uh, thank you all for listening uh, to the Sky Genie Show. We'll go with plugs. Uh, Klondike. 
Uh, follow me on Twitter at Mr. Klondike Bill and at Balls Deep Net. Um, teespring.com slash stores slash Balls Deep Network. And happy anniversary to Mrs. Klondike and myself. It's our anniversary tomorrow. It's today in Australia. It's the day we got married. So it's our sixth anniversary. Um, so happy anniversary to her. Well, if it's a twenty-one, if you if you killed a tw- if you met a twenty met her and married her twenty years ago and killed her, you'd be out now. But um... yeah, <laughs> that's a Bobby um, Bobby the Brain Heenan uh, quote. But anyway, um, any more? Uh, no, that's it. I think I'm covered. Okay, uh, check out the Inhuman Experience with uh, Bobby um, Blades and Bobby Anthem uh, over on uh, I think they're on. Uh, where, where do they stream their show? Uh, I don't think they do. I think they just they record it and then drop it. Okay. But obviously they have they haven't because of Blades is ongoing Skype issues. Okay, um, check it out. Uh, check out their past shows. Maybe maybe if you need to catch up, check them out. Now's your chance. Uh, Mike. Neon Coliseum. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that would be uh, teespring.com backslash Neon Coliseum. All of the most badass shirts you can possibly get on the planet are there, and I designed them all. I'm also available for hire. Hit me up at the Real Mike Neon. I can design shirts for your organization, for your band, for your grandma, whatever the hell. I don't give a shit as long as you're paying me. I will put it on a T-shirt. And uh, you can always come stop by Facebook and like our page there, facebook.com backslash The Neon Coliseum. We're right there. We're live. Instagram, at Neon Coliseum. We're up there, too. We're all over the place. We're worldwide. So, yeah, <laughs> check it out. All right. Uh, go to SkyGenieShow.com. There you find links and archives to everything the Sky Genie Show. Click on the links to the merch tab. Uh, you'll find the links. This the promo code. I think is still on the road. Uh, you get thirty percent off all the shirts. Uh, go to skygenshow.com. Uh, I said that. Uh, fuck. Uh, the f- Facebook, the Sky Genie Show page, and on Twitter, the Sky Genie Show. Thank you all for listening, and we'll catch you later. Bobby the Brain Tumor. Merchandise for the Sky Genie Show is now available. Go to Teespring dot com slash stores slash the sky genie show this hyphens in between the sky genie show there you'll find shirts hoodies mugs even stickers from a various range of colors this will go towards helping the sky genie show check out the wookie on youtube have you got something for stupid shit of the week go to the sky genie show page on facebook after you join Leave a link to a video of this, and it doesn't have to be wrestling. It can be a TV show, it can be something you see on the news, it could be anything. So go to the Sky Genie Show page. We suggest for Stupid Shit of the Week. When you make it, leave a hashtag at the end of your post. Check out the Wookie on YouTube. Sky Genie Entertainment presents the following.
tiger You can see his stripes But you know he's clean Oh, don't you see what I mean Gotta get away Um, this was not um, a planned show, like half the t time I do random extra shows. Um, pretty much what I'm doing here, because I was thinking of doing um, 
uh, doing something before Raw. And with no Sky Junior show this week, I figured, well, what what a better time to do it? Because I didn't think I, I was actually out before, and I didn't know if I'd get back in time. But then I realised daylight savings happened, and Raw doesn't start for another hour or so. So, we'll probably keep going until about, uh, well, at le- le- least half an hour before Aurora, anyway. Um, but we'll see how we go with this. So, uh, lucky, what's been happening, uh, over the weekend is the Evolution pay-per-view. Uh, I didn't actually, uh, sit down to watch it. Um... Now, I heard on all accounts that it was actually a very good show. But then uh, the build-up to it and everything around it didn't really um, have me have any interest for the show. And But then this whole month, I really haven't been watching any WWE. I've been watching uh, wrestling. A lot of retro stuff as, as of late. Um, a lot of the old Raw's from around 96. And it's um, interesting uh, of a few things. Um, Kevin Nash, who wrestled as Diesel, uh, was probably having the best run of his career at that point, uh, as a, as a heel, as a heel in 90 He was kind of a tweener in between that time, and it had me thinking, well, uh, Kevin Nash has been known to be, uh, a very lazy guy, and if it wasn't for, um, I feel if it wasn't for Shawn Michaels or the NWO, uh, Kevin Nash wouldn't be in the spot that he was, uh, despite him being tall. Maybe, maybe, maybe the big party would have got a bigger push, but I don't think he would have been a, as big a star as he was. But then I was watching uh, from back then in '96. I think, man, this, this is a Kevin Nash I could have got behind. And this was um, uh, through his '95 run as world champion. He didn't really. Well, he showed some personality. He didn't show that much. Uh, when he got to around this time, this period, I'm talking about from around the Royal Rumble to WrestleMania, uh, Kevin Nash was actually a pretty, pretty good talent. Um, and to, when he, I think the biggest mistake was uh, leaving for WCW for that character. But then, uh, obviously, what I can't say it was a mistake because obviously the NWO thing took off. But for him personally, um, but that, that that's one thing. Uh, but anyway, back on the, uh, Evolution pay-per-view. Now, I've been hearing a lot of things about, uh, the Becky Lynch and, uh, Charlotte match. Uh, apparently that was part, uh, the best match of the night with Becky Lynch as the clear, uh, favourite with the crowd. But from the build-up, uh, they had, they edited out the, uh, cheers for Becky Lynch and added in booze, which is weird. <laughs> Um, WWE, uh, it's weird WWE has this, uh, resentment. Uh, like, fans will get behind somebody, but they don't want it, so they'll try and, so they turn them heel, try to get them booed, but it doesn't work. And you see all these wrestlers like Bully Ray, Tommy Dreamer, and all these other people saying, well, this is how I'd get them booed, this is, uh, I would keep them heel, and I'm just, you're just looking at it going, well, did we not learn from Stone Cold Steve Austin? Uh, from how we how we got I even go back to the thing with Diesel. Uh, Diesel in that '96 run, even though he was technically a heel, uh, was getting babyface reactions uh, up until the time he left. So, uh, and the thing the thing was though, he was coming off as a cocky, arrogant badass, 
uh, which is what Steve Austin did, and that's what Baker Lynch is doing. And people are getting behind it more and more, and she's kind of becoming the anti-hero, like uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin did. And it's kind of hurting Charlotte in a way, because the, I know the plan, uh, hearing the plans is for Charlotte Ronda Rousey. Yet, uh, I think if they're going this route, by the time if they try to if they try to keep Charlotte a babyface uh, going into that match, uh, by the time that comes around, that's not going to happen. Um, they're pretty much doing to her what happened to Roman Reigns, in the sense that uh, they pushed him like the spot what the fans wanted, and now they make him a now they make her. And then they made him kind of a corporate puppet, if you will. And uh, and here is the one thing. I think for the first time, uh, when he announced that he had leukemia, for the first time, we actually got to see the real side of Roman Reigns. And that's what I fear, that's what I fear, not fear, that's what I feel will uh, get, well, will get Roman Reigns cheered. Uh, is the fact he came off as real because that's what happened with the Miz. If you remember, the Miz before before he had that promo with Daniel Bryan was hated by everybody, and it's interesting. Uh, and I was the same way too. It was interesting how uh, people on the Soul Monster page and everywhere else was w- couldn't stand the Miz. And the moment he did that promo, uh, people started liking the Miz, but they deny the fact that they hated the Miz, which is funny. Oh, I always liked the Miz. Bullshit. Um, and, uh, sorry, this is very ADHD, because as I said, not prepared. Uh, the other thing I'm wondering too, because Raw this week will actually kind of be an important show, when you think about it, because, let's face it, with Roman Reigns out, he was the, he was the clear face of the company. Uh, obviously they're going to have a new fa- uh, face of the company, I think the main event, I'm um, seeing kind of changes. We're still in a transitional period at this stage, because who knows what's happens with, happening with Roman Reigns, because uh, it would be foolish for WWE to keep plans with Roman Reigns, because I'm doubt he's going to be back next week or, or a month or two, uh, even a year, because let's face it, leukemia could, well, if he survives it, could last up to, up to five, ten years. And I know they're given the uh, expected timetable to be one or two years, like, you can't really put a timetable on it. So, it's kind of foolish when I see websites out there putting, oh, he's going to be out for a year, he's only going to be out for two years. When you don't really know how lo- like how bad the cancer is, because we, we don't know that for sure. And you and the thing with cancer, like, he had it the first time around. The second time around, usually it's a lot worse. So this is actually a, uh, a really bad time frame, and I feel as you get older, it's kind of like uh, kind of like chickenpox. Not to say uh, it's uh, any better. It's kind of like chickenpox when you get it, um, when you get start sicknesses and that at an older age, you're at risk more risk than you are when you're in your twenties. Uh, now that now he's in his thirties, uh, getting this, and not to say it's any different, but then your body. Um, like, with, with diseases and stuff like that, your body will fight, uh, and it's a 50-50 chance. You either live or you, or you die, and sometimes you don't come out uh, come out the same, because who knows what, what damage it left to Roman Reigns. You, you kind of look at Roman Reigns in years uh, back. Uh, 
at times he looked like he put on weight and lost weight, so weight would probably be a constant issue. And the fact is Samoan, uh, Samoan Samoans aren't known for their um for picture perfect health. And being Samoan, well, you could put on and lose weight easily. And I think Roman Reigns, uh, besides The Rock, is probably the um probably the second most fit uh dude of the Samoans. Like if you kinda look at a lot of Samoans, you look at Samoa Joe, who's not part of that family, and they're they're sort of big guys. They're not they're not small, they're big, they're big guys. Roman Reigns is kind of a big guy, but he's probably the smallest out of the out of that whole family. Um it's 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 all it's gonna be a weird time going forward uh with uh Roman Reigns out. And because uh, I'm interested in watching uh, Raw this week to see how they go. Now I'm, um, uh, I don't expect much for this Raw because when you think about it, uh, it's probably the Crown Jewel show is going to be a the more uh, Crown Jewel kind of Crown Jewel becomes more of a uh, important show as well because that's where we find find the landscape for the main event. Now I'm thinking one of two ways it will happen. One. Roman Reigns wins the, uh, not Roman Reigns, uh, Braun Strowman wins the title, and they go, they push all, all the way forward, uh, with hit, either be with uh, Braun Strowman, Drew McIntyre, or Braun Strowman, Seth Rollins, which I don't think will happen. Um, and, and I'm talking about WrestleMania, or, or, or it'll be Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, and Drew McIntyre's in the middle. People are claiming that uh, they think Drew McIntyre will be the uh, face of the company. I don't think so. Um, and I, I think what really holds uh, him back, it will be his accent. And I know I know people will say, well, he was the chosen one and all this other stuff. But let's face it, uh, Becky Lynch was obviously somebody held back because they, they took the title off. Remember, she was the first SmackDown uh, Women's Champion. And they took the title off her, and the and the buzz around her at the time is that they didn't like her accent. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, um, is another example. If he he could speak uh fluent English, like he, that guy could speak English. Apparently, it's a lot better than what um we've seen on TV. But um, if he he could speak fluent uh fluent English, like 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 it's a like it's second nature. It wasn't even a um issue, issue with him. Uh, I'm betting that guy would have probably would have been WWE champion. Um, Kevin Owens is a is a guy um, who obviously benefited from that because he, he he talks very well and he in English is his second language. Uh, and he and he has even said in interviews that he didn't uh, start speaking English until he was in his teens. Uh, as started listening to watching WWE and listening to Jim Ross saying elbow or knee or foot. And that's how he learned to speak English. And you, and you um, see, see that guy now, probably the, one of the best talkers in the business today. And I think it, even me, if I was to go in, and now I wouldn't get in and be champion, man. I'm too short for one. Um, but um, even I went in, and I, I think the biggest bark would be, for me, would be my accent. So maybe there'll be IC champion. Maybe there'll be um, a guy that chases for the chart. Maybe... Uh, Drew McIntyre will probably actually win the title, but I don't see him being the face of the company. Um, Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is a guy, like, he, he's another one. Not not so much an accent. Like, he he's a very good wrestler, probably one of the best. 
but uh, he's kind of like uh, Shawn Michaels was back in the day, where Shawn Michaels w- was a top star, but never the fa- never a good face of the company. Um, it's Bret Hart, uh, maybe not so much Bret Hart. Bret Hart um, was probably a bigger star than uh, Seth Rollins, but uh, I can see Seth Rollins being the most popular star uh, uh, main event at the, at the t- in this time. So I can understand that one. Um, but I, I don't know who else you could probably make as a top guy because that's why I'm sticking now. Will be a transitional period until that, until if Roman Reigns comes back back in a year or two. Obviously, that guy is going to be the biggest face of the company. Uh, if not, they're obviously going to have to find a new guy, and who knows what they have groomed. Um, I don't see, I don't really see anybody in NXT at the moment, unless they push push Alistair Black, but I don't, I don't see him being a top uh, a face of the company either. Even though I think it'd be pretty good for it. Um, do you gotta think the cook could cut a look? Who in NXT would you think would be a top star? Now I don't have anything up at the moment to have a look at it because I haven't watched NXT in a while. Um, even in the current company. Uh, currently on the main roster, I can't think of anybody at the moment. Unless they push, uh, maybe, maybe, and here's the solution, uh, Big E. I think Big E would be actually a pretty good talent. Uh, now, they stopped making him do all the comedy shit and doing that stupid suicide dive out of the ring. Why not have a, have the first, because bla- uh, the whole knock at it on the whole company is that they never had a black WWE champion. Unless... When you really think about the world, and it's even though they've had black world heavyweight champions in the WWE, technically a black WWE champion, but it's because it's not the actual uh, WWE title that was from the company, because there are the titles from WCW and before. Uh, this, uh, the current WWE uh, world championship has never had a black world champion. Well, why not uh, kill two birds with one stone? Uh, have Big E win the title <laughs> and push him as the main star. Stop having him do the comedy stuff. I mean, have him break away from New Day, but I think the only way you could do that is you'd have to have him have a heel run first. But then you could probably build that over a year or two. Um, so you could probably build something on the way. Uh, and Big E would be something like that. Um... I can't think of anybody else. Uh, people say Finn Balor. I don't see Finn Balor. I see it as the same as Seth Rollins. He could be a guy that could be a cha- world champion, but not the, the world champion. I think Finn Balor is better as a heel, uh, personally. Um, I, I think once Finn Balor does that heel run, uh, that, that guy's going to be excellent. Uh, Dean Ambrose uh, currently should be the topic. I'm interested to see how they handle his heel turn, because if you remember uh, Dean Ambrose's promos in the... Um, in the indies and in FCW before it was NXT, uh, Dean Ambrose was probably the most talked about superstar in the in the company, and they wouldn't bring him up to the main roster. For, and it was interesting when they finally brought him up to the main roster. People were saying, "Well, finally, Dean Ambrose is going to get his chance." And then when they switched from the Shield, and it, it was it was probably the most popular babyface in uh, one of the most popular babyfaces two thousand four when. Um, Daniel Bryan went out, and they wouldn't pull the trigger with him. They wouldn't um, make him the top star. Um, and I, I think they and they kind of killed his momentum when they had him feud with Bray Wyatt at that time. 
it was kind of a silly deal there. And and to the point now where Dean Ambrose as a babyface was death. It, it was it was coming. Uh, I equate to this the Marty Jannetty. Dean Ambrose was quickly becoming the Marty Jannetty of the Shield, despite everybody thinking he was the Shawn Michaels of the Shield at one point. And not to say Shawn Michaels, but that's the that's what I put him I put as a team. And everybody saw the feud between Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. Uh, those guys can put on awesome matches. I, I, I'm interested, uh, and I like seeing those matches. Every time I see a Dean Ambrose Seth Rollins match, I, I think it's I, I immediately uh, will sit down to watch it because I, I think that'll be the best match on the show. And it ha- has been in the past. There's been so many um, shows in the past. Uh, even when with the I believe it was a WWE uh, pay per view. I think it was a Money in the Bank pay per view. It was full of world title between Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins, and I thought it was one of the best matches on the show. So, uh, given the right push and the right right bit of time, Dean Ambrose can be the could be could be an actual really good top star. Uh, you could I think you'd probably have a good run as a heel. Uh, world champion. Um, I don't know, and I'm wondering with this too. Um, does the title go to Seth Rollins or Dean Ambrose? Obviously, they have the. Uh, I believe uh, Seth Rollins is the Intercontinental Champion, so they could feud over that. But then, if that were me, I would make that for the world title uh, or the Universal title, whatever it is. Same, same fucking thing. <laughs> I, actually, you know what? I would I wouldn't be against them retiring that belt, and um and while that title's the universal title has been the worst booked world title in in existence, and I, I think it's the has the worst prestige of any championship around the world, uh and if and I can't see I have no see no reason why they couldn't have the WWE world champion be the champion of both brands. Come to Raw, come to SmackDown. When they had the brand exclusive pay per views, um, I was okay with that. Um, if they did it with the world champion, because the world champion could go between each show. What they do for the um, mostly like Raw, Rumble, uh, Money in the Bank, Survivor Series, and SummerSlam. Um, what they could have done is like a special on the network, and Maybe so, because why, why not? Why not use the um, network as a storyline tool? Because he, because he do have it. Have a have raw, have a raw and SmackDown representative. So, so you have uh, the the raw GM will pick a person for raw, and the SmackDown GM will pick a person for SmackDown, and they'll make a candidate for who should be the number one contender. Uh, have the uh, make it like a press conference, like uh, a big press conference, like they did for New Japan, um, and have Vince McMahon uh, ha- have the final say of, hey, uh, I've uh, I've made the decision. I've decided to go with Raw, and have him have, and have the guy from Raw come up and uh, make a speech on how, uh, thank you to WWE for the opportunity or whatever. Um, and put that on on the and air that on the main show, um, as, as as something of a promotional tool. See, I I because to me that would make it a 
make that uh that title title match a bit more of a big fight feel. And uh, with WWE um going to Fox, a uh, Fox wanting a serious product, I can I don't see why they couldn't do something like that. And maybe you could do it every month uh, if you're gonna do the um. But then maybe not. Maybe if you kept it for the uh, big four pay per views, because then, uh, or or the big four. I'd say it's big five now, because I count money as in the bank as a, it's something that should be dual branded as well, kind of like what King of the Ring was. Uh, maybe bring back King of the Ring and make that the sixth one. So you have six, uh, six main show, big shows, where you could do that, and everything else in between, and six six shows in between. So maybe put um. King in the Ring, I don't know, maybe around, I don't know, what's a good month there, anyway, um, but yes, yeah, just, 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 just to make it a little bit different, Roll's coming up, yes I know, uh, about, t- uh, I'm gonna, uh, log off in about 20 minutes, uh, cause I might, I only fix it, I think we're only doing f- did 55, if that's, if I'm counting right, probably not, I'm probably wrong, 55, 45 minutes, um, so, I'm going to ask people in the, um, in the chat room, uh, who do you think will be the person to be pushed? Now, I'm actually wondering this too, uh, with Ronda Rousey, uh, kind of the, well, Ronda Rousey at the moment, technically could be argued as the face of the company right now, uh, and, uh, whether you like her or not, but here's the reason. Ronda Rousey is currently the biggest star in that company. She has mainstream appeal outside of WWE. Uh, she creates uh, she creates media attention any time she's in a match. She gets uh, gets them talking on uh, on news outlets, big time news outlets of what she's doing. So she gets the coverage, and I don't and um. Even though I'm not really, I, I don't think WWE's pushing of the women have been really that great. The build to the Evolution pay per view hasn't been great. I don't see why you can't uh, put uh, put Ronda Rousey in that face spot just for just for that little time being and have women in that top spot. Um, you can also, uh, and this is probably the uh, year to do it because with Johnny Florida's. Um, uh, way of thinking that it's going to be Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is going to break their record. Well, if he's out, why don't you have a women uh, main event the WrestleMania this year? I mean, perfect time to do it. I see why not. And, and after the success, the success of that uh, Evolution pay per view, it could be done. And and I've I think too some of the best matches on the WrestleMania card have been the women. 